everyone welcome back to sweet wine and dry humor i'm kylie and i'm krista and we're two college besties who drink wine and talk about all things real world women and hot news all while adding our own sarcastic twist let's drink disclaimer If you hear dogs barking in the background or playing with their toys or making some noise, don't come at us. We're recording in the house because it's really the only place we can record right now. So we're human. Just deal with it. And another disclaimer, we do not promote underage drinking in any way on our podcast. So when we say let's drink, if you're under 21, you better be grabbing your water. Welcome back, everybody, to week, what is this, six? Week six of The Bachelorette? Six. It is. That's too many, in my opinion, as of this episode. Six weeks too many. And as always, the wine we're drinking today is Tugboat Red. And I truly cannot tell you where it's from. Mike and I got it while we were in the... Oh, Lucas Vineyards. We got it when we were in the Finger Lakes in mm-hmm. New York. So, order online, I guess, because... Don't travel across state lines right now. Anyways. (laughs) So, to start off this episode, I have um, a note that says it it already feels more like The Bachelorette, but I'm already so bored. (laughs) Yeah, I think the most exciting part of this was the whole grown-ass man. Oh, Um, my God. I counted how many times grown-ass man was said. Oh, give it to us. What was it? 14. Oh my god. <laughs> well, the issue is none of these men are indeed grown ass men, so it's hard to take it seriously to begin with. Yeah, I mean, it might be Bennett, the, like, anyway, we know I can't stand him. I think he's arrogant. I think he's a douchebag. And this made me hate him even more. I agree. And, well, on that date, let's see who was on it. We have Montel. I'm not sure who that man is. Ivan, Damar, Ben, Chasen, Ed, Joe, and Bennett. Oh, and Ashley and Jared. Okay. I I already forget, like, what happened through the episode, and I watched it late to begin with because I was just so bored. Yeah. Yeah. It was... I just thought it was hilarious how Bennett goes, oh, I went to Harvard, I went to Harvard, I got this in the bag, and he got literally everything wrong. He got the time wrong one. He got the amount... Uh, Rose is wrong. He spelled the word wrong, and it's like, oh well, Harvard's gonna drop their tuition after this. <laughs> I know. I I love Ed, and you know that he has his like fight a little bit later that we'll talk about. But I am so very much Team Ed in this whole situation. When they were doing that tug of war thing, and he said, "I just I can't do it. My my knee injury from playing football. That you know that one day that I did. But yeah, I." I'm hurt. I can't do it. Like, oh, stop being a little bitch. Yeah, like, Bennett, it's tug of war. It's not like, like, he wasn't wrestling. Like, (laughs) God, it's just tug of war. (laughs) Chill, man. It should come from your, like, thighs anyways. Like, as this whole episode goes on, I really don't think she would just say, I really did. And she's like, oh, I have feelings for Bennett. I'm like, what? I know, right? When she was talking, when they were doing, like, breakfast in bed. And she was talking to Ashley and Jared while they were, like, making their meals. She was like, I actually have feelings for Bennett. And I was like, ew, <laughs> why? 
I don't know. I don't understand that challenge. I'm not sure why. Tug of war, answering math questions, and then how well you can make breakfast makes you, like, the elite man of all men. But, I mean, it's the Bachelor, and we're running out of date ideas, so... And at the La Quinta. At the La Quinta. The good-ass La Quinta. <laughs> but, like, even Bennett said, he said, oh, you know, so-and-so, everyone's being very boyish. Meanwhile, he's standing there in a row. He, oh, he said someone's boyish because they took their shirt yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you're sitting there in a robe without a shirt on underneath, and you're calling him childish? Why is that boyish to take your shirt off? Like, maybe he was just comfortable. <laughs> maybe he was a little warm in the look with the... I could imagine. It's, isn't it in Palm Springs? Yeah. So, like, I can only imagine how, like, hot it was at that time of year. Well, b- thank God Bennett won the like, grown-ass man challenge. I couldn't tell you why, but he did. Yeah, I was so... Ed won the man-child challenge, and I was sad for him. I was just about to say, Kylie, who wants the, uh... Baby man, the man child. I know, poor Ed. It's okay. He handled it well. I don't understand. It's because he like the only thing I saw that made him like less or lose, I guess, was he lost a ch- tug of war. Which yeah. Okay, but I mean, I mean, whatever. I guess I don't know. These men get their feelings hurt very easily, and I am worried about how they deal with their real lives because they every time somebody like says something about them or, like, questions their character, they, they're they very butthurt about it. It's like their egos are super fragile. I know, and I, I honestly, I'm worried about it. You shouldn't be doing that. You should not be trying to all date one woman if your egos are that fragile and you're on a reality TV show. Exactly. Like, they're on TV. Like, you should know that your feelings are going to get hurt and, you know, people are going to make fun of you. Yeah. And Chasen, I- Chasen, Jason, Chasen, Chase. Chasing. Chase. Yeah, Chasing. <laughs> um, in this episode, I think he really um, is showing his jealous side very easily, which is, like, very red flag-ish because he, you know, is worried about why Bennett got the Challenge Award, and then he, like, makes sure he takes Tasha after Bennett already asked to take her, like, when she sat down. So I'm just like, I, this worries me about this guy. I don't I don't think I like him. Uh, was it Bennett that said, oh, no, it's fine. He can take her because grown-ass men have manners. And I was like, oh, there's Tally, another grown-ass man on the makeup. Take another sip. The whole Ed drama is what really cracks me up. Which one of the men took Tasha, blindfolded her, fed her, and then kissed her? Oh, that was little baby Ivan. Oh, I was so uncomfortable. <laughs> so weird. So I wrote down like, why did he like say, "Hey, I'm gonna feed you a strawberry," and that, but first I'm going to blindfold you and then feed you the strawberry. And I kind of see what he was getting at with like, "Oh, now I'm gonna like kiss you," but I was like, why did we have to bring in the blindfold? Yeah, couldn't you just? It's weird. Just fed her That's- a strawberry and then kissed her. Like I just don't understand. It was weird. And then it was, what, Ed and Chase in that fought the rest of the episode, right? Yeah, I mean, so here's the thing. I I just feel like, first of all, the producers probably egg it on. And they tell these men that they're against each other. But I also feel like Ed knows that he probably... Well, I, I feel like he hopes that he makes it far. But, like, in the long run, like, 
in the grand scheme of things, you're one person out of, like, however many people, 20 people who are there, and you pr- you don't have great odds of winning to begin with, and even if you do win, you're probably not going to make it very, like, the relationships don't last long anyways, so I almost feel like Ed knows that these are his odds, and he has to make a name for himself if he wants to, like, be big in the Bachelor Nation and, like, you know, get all these sponsors sponsorship so I feel like that's why he did what he did yeah I mean like I think it's crazy how he just went to Tasha and said you know he's saying the same things about you that he says about Claire and so instead of saying the same things he changes it to smoke show he's like I have a new noun or adjective it is smoke show and that's just the word I'm not gonna call her beautiful and, like, I feel like the words that he used were, like, words that you should use to describe a girl. Like, yes, Claire is beautiful, and yes, Tasha is beautiful. Yes, Claire is, well, she was kind of psychotic, but maybe he saw a kind side of her. And yes, Tasha is also kind. Like, these were just words that are, like, used in general. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it gets, like, they say that about everybody. I guarantee you, if you go back into the history of Bachelor, Bachelorette, they all probably use the same adjectives to describe one another. Oh, absolutely. There's, like, a list of 12, and they just rotate it throughout the season. And then who ended up getting the group rose from that group date that day? Um. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel like I always write these down. Hold on. Yes, he did. I was on the next page because I took lots of notes for this. Yes, it was Ivan. He got the group date rose. I have all these little petty notes in here, like, oh, my God, like, Chasen saying that his nickname is Wolverine. Oh, see, that's so weird to me. See, so Bennett and Chasen, I can't stand. No, I don't like Chasen either. And I I feel like Ed was petty in what he did, but I also feel like Chasen was also not in the right. Like, you, you can't tell me that he was, like, making the right moves either in this situation. If I remember correctly, I thought I liked Chasen in the beginning. Like, I thought he was okay. And now I'm like, oh, I hate him and Bennett even more. Both of them. I can't stand them. I know. I, I do not like Bennett. I, I don't like Chasen. I, I don't see what she sees in him, I think. And even, like, one thing I do like about Tasha though, is that she has, a like, a no-bullshit policy. And she will, like call people out for their mistakes and like you know in the past I feel like if a bachelorette called out somebody and said like hey this this is like what they said and you know these are my concerns and they were like okay well no that wasn't you know the no that wasn't actually what happened blah 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 and then the bachelorette she's like okay well we'll see Tasha's like okay th- this isn't making you look very good and if you keep this shit up you're gonna go home like yep yeah I do like that I like that she just kind of calls them out Right, no, yeah, because, I mean, they need to be. Oh, and then we also had Ben on that date, who I think made a a good impression. He's the one at the end of that date who complained because he didn't get any validation, yet she, like, complimented him and, like, had a good conversation with him, which I feel like is probably validation enough. Yeah, and then there's Noah. I can't stand his mustache. Me either. I'm glad they shaved it. He kind of reminds me of, like, you know, in high school, there was always that one kid that was really annoying and, like, tried to purposely rebel and stand out. Like, yeah. I, like he was invincible. Yes. That's what I know it is. 
Yeah, he's like the kid who like went through puberty, puberty, puberty very early and kept the stash even though he had like a patchy beard grow in, but he wanted to keep the stash to make sure you knew that he was becoming a man. Yes, but he didn't act like it. No, he acted very much like a 12-year-old boy. And then we have a cocktail party and a rose ceremony. And, I mean, they just, like, this is where Chasen said, like, oh, he's going to use smoke show now instead of, like, whatever other words he was using. And, you know, they make fun of him for that. I don't know. I feel like this episode took me at least four hours to get through. It was so long. I told you it was going to be horrible. Usually I can in one sitting. It took me the course of, like, two days to get through this because I had to break it up because I was just like, it's too much. I know, it's just, it was just a lot of back and forth, and it was just the same thing over and over again, and, like, next week is going to be the same thing over and over again, because she kept both of them, however. Because even in the rose ceremony, they still kept talking about, Ed still kept talking about how Chasen was, like, saying all this stuff, and then, and it surprised me that Chasen was actually, like, yeah, he, like, admitted to it, he was basically, like, yeah, I used the same words over and over again, yeah, I stood over him and was, like, kind of aggressive, like, my male attitude told me I needed to be... I think that that's so weird, like, that alpha personality like that. I mean, you are in the house with so many guys. Why do you feel the need? Like, they're not threatening your testosterone. Like, I don't understand why he had to say, oh, yeah, I totally devalidated. I stood over him and I got aggressive. I just don't understand why they feel the need to have this alpha personality because... Like, you know that there's going to be competition. You're in a house with how many other guys fighting for the same woman. Uh You know what I can't stand? Razor burn, not getting close enough shave, and the outrageous price of razors anymore. That's all solved with Billy. Billy is a company truly for women, and they'll actually mail razors and everything you need for shaving right to your front door. For $9, you can get your starter kit where you get your razor handle, two razor blades, and a shower mount, and it comes right to your door for you. Then after that, you can choose your subscription time, whether that be one, two, or every three months, and they'll send you four more blades. Billy's also awesome because they have a bunch of other things that you can add on. I personally just got the magnetic travel case where you don't have to take your razor blade off it actually is magnetic clips in and has a ventilation system so that way it doesn't get all moldy musty and sticky while you're traveling so go ahead and check out Billy yourself and tell us what to think um okay so they have a rose ceremony and let's see Montel Peter Montel, Peter, and an unknown man goes home. I have no clue who that one, the first guy who left was. I don't know what his name was. Yeah, see, I hate how they don't always show their name of who reads. Like, do they not understand that some people need to podcast and keep track of this? Exactly. We like to keep the people <laughs> informed. They don't even care. So, yeah, there was an unknown man that went home. Sorry, but, I mean, I didn't know his name to begin with, so I probably didn't care to learn it later. Moving on. <laughs> Next. Oh, then it, well, after the rose ceremony, then it breaks to Ed doing his upper body workout. Oh, and they were talking about him, like, missing leg day or something. And I have to say, poor baby Ed, he, it does look like he misses leg day. I feel like he might need some, like, suggestions on, like, some, like, full body exercises. So, I feel like that is such a common, I don't understand why 
my guys are that way anyway. So, like, it's always such a common thing. Biceps, triceps, you know. Shoulder shrugs. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, whom dude, do you not see your legs, your calves? No? We're just gonna let that go? Some cardio will just do you well. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I don't know. I feel like it's so funny because it's just, it's only those two that you see working out, isn't it, too? Yeah. Like, those two that they flash to when they're sitting there going in a montage back and forth, them working out so weird. I don't like that. Then we have a group date that is with Easy, Brendan, Joe, Jordan, Spencer, Ben, Ed, and Chasen, and it is a wrestling group date because what else would challenge a man's masculinity than wrestling another man? And being all oiled up up doing it. Okay, what? Like, why did she have to paint vegetable oil on their bodies? I, I'm confused. And everyone gets so mad. And I don't know Tasha's point of view on it. Like, I don't know if she made a comment about Claire and the whole, you know, masculinity and the whole sexualizing it. But, like, I think they do it because there's so many women viewers on the show. Probably. But at the same time, it's 2020. You yeah. Don't, you don't need to lube them up. Just like in Pilot Pete season, you did not need to toss those girls in lingerie to have a wrestling match. It just is very, like, it make, maybe if it was, like, part of wrestling to begin with, like, you had oil. I don't know. Maybe if that was part of wrestling to begin with, I could be like, okay, that makes sense. But, like, I've never seen that done anywhere. No. If anything, I feel like they usually get powder on their hands so they can grip or not, like, make it more slimy. Well, that makes sense because when they wrestle, they literally look like fish out of water. They are literally flopping all over the place. They're just they, slipping and sliding. Just let me just give this Kirkland's non-stick brand in bulk. <laughs> Dump it up over the floor. See what happens. Let's spice things up here a little bit. We're at the La Quinta. Oh my god. Wrestling ring. And then even I, I you know I don't know about these guys, but they don't ever offer like any good prizes. Like I feel like maybe if they offered like a cash prize of a thousand dollars, like they'd probably be a little bit more inclined to like do a little bit better of a job, but they're like, oh, you get extra time with Tasha, And I'm like, I mean, that's nice, but. But really, are all these guys that are there genuinely interested in her? Probably. No. The odds of that actually happening where you have all 16 men that are like, oh, Tasha, slim to freaking none. So I think that at that point, too, they are there for the TV and the publicity because you see how much their following goes up the second they get off the show. Oh, absolutely. Like, so hold on. Let me do some, let me do some research real quick. <laughs> And so the other, I knew this would like pop off because, um, so when we were into Ed and we would stalk him and like try to like communicate with him on Instagram. Talk smack about his pizza choices, you know. He was only at like two, averaging like 200-ish likes per photo. Uh-huh. Now he's averaging, like, 900 likes-ish. So, yeah, he's such a main character in the last episode. Yeah, so you know that's why they get on there, and you know that's why they make the comments they do. For drama, and the, where you stand out on the show, like, 
I couldn't even tell you what half the other guys' names are because they don't do anything. There's no drama. There's no nothing. So I'm not inclined to go follow them. Like, that first night when they pull up in the limo. Right. I don't just follow all of them on Instagram. Right. I only follow stand out later. It was so much more fun, honestly, when it was Dale and Claire because we could just sit here and talk smack all the time. And it's like, the only person you can talk smack about is Ben, and I've already done that the past, like, six episodes of this, so... <laughs> I know. Like, is not changing of Bennett. Oh, I know. I was going to say. Um, I think, however, it, it it is an art to find out or figure out for these men how to properly get caught up in drama because you have to be caught up in the drama, but you can't be controversial. So, like, Yosef will probably never be popular in Bachelor Nation again because of just how rude he was. But Ed will because he is just the right amount of stick up for yourself. He handled it very classily. He's full of beauty and grace. We love that. We love that out of a man in Miami. But hopefully he's not getting the COVID down there. No. No. Hopefully he was in Pittsburgh and Europe. It wasn't COVID. I'd be like, hey, bro, go get you a slice of Viola's pizza. I didn't realize he's like in his late... Yeah, he's old. I mean, not really old, but like older. Nice, Kylie. He's like older. (laughs) Might as well just sign him up for AARP now. Should I send him a retirement plan in the mail? <laughs> Excuse me, here's your life alert subscription. Sincerely, <laughs> sweet wine, dry humor. He'd be like, what in the actual hell? And I'd be like, I don't know either, man. <laughs> okay. So Ed, little baby Ed, he forfeits because his shoulders hurt. With these men always getting hurt. So They're old. This is what I'm telling you. I'm yawning because this episode was so boring. So I'm not going to apologize for lying, yawning. This is painful to get through. I'm like... Well, they're, the, they keep forfeiting challenges because they're, they're old and they need, like... I'm telling you, they need to up their life insurance. Ed forfeits, but Noah hops the fence. He pulls a Colton Underwood and hops that bitch. And he says, I, and my mustache, will take the cake and fight mustache i'm telling you i hate that thing it like gives him a superpower it looks like very creepy and i'm worried he's gonna end up on like an episode of morbid and they're going to like do a whole podcast episode about the murders he committed noah jumps the fence whatever you know then she shaves his mustache at the The one dinner party yeah and he looks better he does he does, but that was still weird. Like, who walks up and says, excuse me, Tisha? Shave me! Shave me? Like, oh, God. I'm just cringe, cringe, cringe. I think, and also, so something that annoyed me about, like, this part was that the men, first of all, they keep saying about how he's a new guy, and I would hate to break this to them, but I think he's only been there, like, two less weeks than they have, so he's not really new. Yeah. And they keep talking about how immature he is because he's 25. And I I hate people who young shame other people because I think immaturity isn't a direct correlation to your age. I think it's, like, just how you portray yourself. But he does portray himself very immaturely. Oh, absolutely. Definitely a... uh... But don't sit there and say all 20 because we're 24 and I feel like we've got a lot going on for our age. Good and bad. Good and bad. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so then the group date rose goes to Noah. 
Shocker. And then, does it end? Is that the end? That's all that I have, but I have a note on here that she shut Ben down. Oh, because at the, so Ben, I think it was Ben, it was the one who was like, I'm waiting till the very end to talk to her because I feel like the last person makes the best impression. I'm going to like make sure that I bring her a nice new drink and we'll talk and blah, blah, blah. And then she comes back and she's like, okay, group date. Rose goes too. And Ben's like, can I steal you for a minute? And she's like, no. She's like, you had your moment. I am tired. Yeah, she was like, I'm honestly disappointed that you didn't, like, I want someone that's going to stand up and get what they want, like, and take charge to get my attention. Right. Whatever. I like that about her. She doesn't let anybody really push her around like people have done in the past. Yeah, I mean, but I also don't think, like, I think she, maybe, everyone has a different personality, so I definitely think she should have let him talk to her. I agree, and I can't, honestly, I don't remember how far he makes it, because I know I looked it up, but I don't remember you how far. Every season. There was one. No, because you know why? Because there was one season. I didn't look it up. I think it was Caitlin Bristow's season. I No, because I liked Sean. There was one season. I didn't look it up. Maybe it was Becca Kufrin's season. I didn't look it up, and I was so disappointed at the end. So I said, well, this way, if I look it up in the beginning, I can't form opinions and, like, you know, have my favorites because I know what happens. And so I won't be disappointed if they send them home. Yeah, that's good. My good message. But how do you know it's actually true? Well, because I go to my main man, Reality Steve, and that man never lies. And if he does, he says, I'm sorry, I was wrong, and this is the fix. And we'll do better next time. And he is right, like, usually every single time. So, so plug for Reality Steve. Plug for Reality Steve. Plug for Morbid. Plug for Reality Steve. Plug for Sweet Wine Dry Humor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, I, like I, we're going to need something a little bit stronger to get through this week's episode. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I think it's going to help because I won't be able to watch it. Tuesday so I'll, I'll probably watch it on the weekend so maybe by that time I don't know something's gonna have to spice it up a little bit I'm bored I'm bored very bored yeah I'm like I'm really over it I really am well and I'm I- worried when it's gonna end be- well we have a new season in January the, the bachelor starts January 4th holy crap I we know. don't really make Getting them in, getting them out. I mean. Yeah, I wonder if it's going to be a plug with the notes at Nemecolon, but still. I know. Plug for Nemecolon. We'll see how they buff that place up. And that is uh, the episode of The Bachelorette this week. A boring ending for a very boring episode. Sorry we were so off topic the whole time, but like, it was boring and there wasn't much to talk about. So hopefully this Monday's, or I guess Tuesday, this Tuesday's episode will be a little bit more chaotic, dramatic, all of the above. I hope so. For my sanity's sake. Yeah, I know. I know. If, we, if not, we're, we're not going to be able to do these recaps anymore because we're not going to be able to talk about anything. It's just kind of rambling on over and over and over again. I know. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening today, and we will see you on Friday for a new episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you.